Welcome. Welcome to the While My Batteries Charge podcast. Join us as we talk about all things radio controls. And now, your host. Folks, this man, he is the king. Mr. CCXRC himself. Tony Cece. Hey, what is going on, you guys? Welcome to another While My Batteries Charge podcast. This is going to be kind of a short one. It's also going to be one of the last ones for uh, maybe a couple weeks, one or two. Because as we said in the last episode, we're moving. And I can finally give you guys a little bit of information about that move, which we're going to go ahead and do today tell you the area of the country that we're going to be moving to and i will say this as a teaser right away it is 14 hours away from where we live right now in the virginia beach area of virginia actually chesapeake we're down by moyock north carolina on your way to the outer banks some of you canadians in that know because you come down and you come to this area for uh beach time um, not only Canadians, but there are a lot of Canadians that do come. I'm not saying that as a slight. Um, I love the Canadians up north. Uh, I would have moved up there this time, but they wouldn't have me. So, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, that wasn't one of the uh, options of the destination. I would definitely wouldn't mind it, though. Anyway, so there's a couple things I do want to talk about, address. Um, and, again, this uh, podcast here is just kind of a little behind-the-scenes stuff for the CCXRC YouTube channel, if you don't know that, if you just kind of happened upon this podcast through wherever you listen to your podcasts normally. We thank you for listening. But yeah, it's really um, about the CCXRC YouTube channel, people and things that we do on there. And it's a little bit of a behind the scenes um, for uh, the people that watch while they're driving to work, whatever. They've asked for uh, this kind of a thing, so we're doing it. Um, so it, it may not be your favorite type of a podcast. I'll just go ahead and say that. That's what the reviews seem to think, uh, <laughs> because it's just one guy talking in a monotone voice the whole time about RC cars. It's really crazy. And half the time he's not even talking about RC cars. So, uh, there's some new stuff happening for CCXRC. Uh, previously I did have a website. That's how CCXRC started back in the days when there was all this kind of content um, collections that people would do, uh, little things that kind of the websites um, that would basically gather the best of content and put it on a website for people to watch and find there and push it and distribute it. And I was trying to do that with RC videos when I'd find good ones, I'd put them on that site. So it became like an aggregate, but you know, it just wasn't what I ended up wanting to do with the whole CCXRC. I decided that it was just going to be about the website and all of that. So, um, or not the website. It was going to be about the YouTube, and that was going to be the main thing. So I actually just did a redirect for the website, ccxrc.com, just pointed you right to my YouTube channel. Uh, I made it easy. I could do banners still. I could just say go to ccxrc.com. It would take you to my YouTube. I didn't have to try and tell you how to get there and all that. However, we've now gone ahead, and we're going to be doing a ccxrc website that will have the latest news. It'll have my videos on there. It'll have this podcast. You can listen to it right there on ccxrc.com. You know, you can keep listening to it wherever you want. I do want to make it available for people that might not have known we had a podcast. They could start listening to it there. 
It'll link to the merch. Um, and you guys know I don't hide, I don't hide this in any way. Uh, you know, a lot of it is toward helping it to make some money because it costs a whole lot of money to keep this CCXRC platform going. Um, my taxes last year uh, show that. And so um, while there are some free things and there are, you know, some write-offs, there's still very many thousands of dollars that I pay out of pocket um, to do this. So uh, we're talking four digits. So, no, five digits. See, now I can't even do math. I'm so busy with the move. It's not six digits. I know that. It's five digits, um, you know, just out of pocket that I pay into doing this. So I do invest a lot into it, um, and pretty much everything plus some is going back into it. Uh, that said, at some point, I'd like for it to make some money instead of always being a drain on my bank account. And so we are doing the CCXRC. It doesn't cost anybody anything. We're not charging to see any of the content, any of that. It's just another place I can put my links that are affiliate links, again, that don't cost anybody any more money, um, but it does help to generate a very small percentage of money um, on things that are purchased do come to uh, support the creators or the those that use the, the affiliate marketing programs that they do. So um, it's just one way for me to be able to do that, and there are people that want those links I still encourage everybody shop local. Like you can consider me if you don't have a local shop and you want me to be your local. Uh, using my links to go to something that's not local, like a, a website to order, it does still support somebody and what they're trying to do to move the hobby forward. I still don't think it's as valuable as a, a local shop, and that's why I always say support them first. And if you don't have a local shop or they don't carry whatever the product is, um, you know, I make the links available. So there's not everybody has local shops near them, and it's just one more way that we can, uh, you know, work together to make this hobby even better. So um, so I do have that going up. We're going to be posting news, new release stuff. Um, you know, when I post new videos, a lot of them will end up over there in the blog talking about it, maybe some more pictures and things like that that I haven't done before. Um so there's a lot of ways that I can use it, and I'm excited about that. It also has a contact form uh, for people to be able to reach out to me. But I've always been available as well through uh, Facebook, uh, Messenger, Instagram Messenger, and I try to do my best to respond. Every once in a while, they get lost in the where Facebook will hide them or whatever, or even Instagram. They're kind of in like a holding zone, purgatory until the um, the the person me realizes I need to go and check in there to see if anybody's gotten caught. <laughs> uh, and so sometimes I'll find some weeks later, it's been sometimes months later, depending on how busy I am, but it's not intentionally. So we have the new website up and going and we've already got six posts on there. Uh, the first post was actually about the new axial uh, early Ford Bronco SCX 10 three, which looks amazing. I'm glad they've gone back to that scale detailed interior uh, like they'd kind of done with the Wraith back in the day with the seats and be able to put drivers in and all that. Super cool. Um, Weston Anderson's world record jump, not really RC related, but that mega truck monster truck world is so closely aligned with the RC counterpart of it that I, I use it. You know, I, I don't mind talking about what they're doing because 
when people are doing cool stuff like that, I think it's worth worth mentioning and talking about. So you'll see some other stuff like that that, um, you know, I have a Kingsling body for one of my mega trucks, and, you know, we're, we're closely aligned with what the Andersons do um, throughout the RC community with Losi having the LMTs and, um, you know, J Concepts having the Bog Hog and Kingsling bodies and the Fling King tires and all that. So it's it's very closely aligned, and I think it's worth noting that he did jump 225 freaking feet in a mega truck, and boy, did he bounce. He probably bounced 50 feet. <laughs> when he hit, I don't know, not really, but he bounced a good way. And then he just went and freestyled it and burned it down. It was awesome. Uh, also, the uh, the people running it at Mid-America Outdoors um, with the Andersons, man, the live streaming that they were doing there on Mad Ram 11 with the drones and everything, that stuff was top-notch film work. They were putting those drones out there uh, in harm's way. A couple of them went down. <laughs> I think we counted three of them in the time that I was watching, but, um, yeah, very awesome filmmaking, uh, to those guys and very cool that they were able to do it live and stream it like they did. So that was really fun to watch and see how it's progressing and how people are able to bring these, uh, new sports and stuff to us live through the internet, uh, with all the technology that's out there. So, um, that all said new RC stuff. I do have a new RC on my bench that I can't wait to open up for you guys. It's the uh, FMS Toyota Land Cruiser, um, the LC80. And it's fully licensed, 118 scale uh, by FMS Rock Hobby. And uh, very, very detailed. The lights and everything on this thing are awesome. And so I'll have a video of this coming soon. It will not be from the studio. It may be from a new studio or it may be from on the road. I'm not sure. I'm not even sure if I'll get a a traditional, typical unboxing from this or not, or if we'll kind of just do it out on the way to run it because I really want to run it and I don't want to wait. And if my studio is not going to be set up for a little while, we could be tied up for a bit. Anyway, um, yeah, so... That said, I just got a text message from Josh Rhodes. That's funny, man. <laughs> I was I was asking about one of my trucks. I'm posting an article on it for the website. And I've been saying all along it's a, a BK, or not a BKT. That's what he's ta- ragging on me for. Um, is that I was building the ZEI Bigfoot 11. Uh, the Bigfoot 11 on a Freestyle RC ZEI chassis. Let me just get it right. Uh, so I had a Freestyle RC, the ZEI chassis that has the cantilever rear suspension, and I wanted it to be Bigfoot 11. And when they were first testing it, it had the racing stripe body on it. And that's what I wanted to go for. I love that body. Eventually, uh, it became the Wildfoot truck, and Bigfoot 10 still raced the racing stripe one, and actually they'd compete against each other. But uh, I I still chose to do the racing stripe body for the 11 because of the testing, and that's what I based it off of. So I um, know I'm going to get some flack for it. People saying, that's Bigfoot 10, not Bigfoot 11. So I was asking him what he thought. Now, the main reason is because the cantilever suspension in the rear goes toward the um, the tailgate of what would be the tailgate of the truck. On Bigfoot 10 the cantilever went toward the cab of the truck. So it went the opposite way. 
And so in my mind, it can't be the Bigfoot 10 anyway. So it has to be based off of like that Bigfoot 11. So I'd found the video of it as the, uh, the racing stripe and doing some testing on it. And that's what I, I chose to go for over the Wildfoot and all that. It's just, to me, it's, it's more of this style of Bigfoot that I like. Some people like Wildfoot. That's cool. I like this racing stripe version. So um, it's like a 92, 93. It was at the December of 92. They were testing it. They started racing it, I think, in 93. But Josh Rhodes, I mean, when I have questions about monster truck history, that's who I go to. And he joked back because my, my picture of it has it um, with the JCT tires on. And he says, you know, I think it's more like Bigfoot 11, but they never <laughs> they never rode on uh, BKTs. So, you know, where I think people are going to nitpick it being Bigfoot 11, he's nitpicking the uh, tires on it, which are not glued on, Josh. Those are temporary because I put my gold years that I had on something else, and I just need to get new ones. So, it is going to have gold years on. I actually mentioned it in the video that I was building, but yes, for all intents and purposes, it is built and ready to go. Uh, it does have a few little things I need to finish and get right, but it's looking, it's looking good. It's drivable and it's in complete form, just not in the final form of it yet. So that's a little side note there. Funny little text message from him. And, uh, yeah. So let's talk about the move. It's what everybody's been asking me. I have been dodging the answer, uh, for a couple reasons. One, we weren't fully sure where we were going to go. Um, and we've just now solidified that and, um, found, uh, work that my wife wants to do, uh, up there and I can still work remotely. So I'm good there. And, uh, we've decided to move back to Michigan. So we both grew up there. I spent the first 25 years of my life there. Absolutely love the state beautiful place so much to do that's the main thing people don't understand it i haven't been able to fully explain it to people here but when we went to to put our house on the market we had to vacate the premises for like 12 hours a day while they were showing it luckily they only showed it for a half a day the first day because it went on the market at like one and then we had offers come in that night. It showed another day offers came in, and then we had one more day we could show it before we had to start responding to the offers. Um, so we had it like 10 offers in hand after two and a half days, and that was, you know, they were at the top. We weren't going to get better offers um, based on appraisals and all that kind of stuff. I mean, it was insane. The market's insane right now, and we're, we're making out good, which is awesome. We put a lot of work and time into this house and um, and money. Uh, and so it is nice that we're, we're getting a little bit of a, re- a reward on that sale. But, um, but after talking it through, thinking through things, we have family that's still there in Michigan, and we want to move back that direction, be closer to family. Uh, my wife's brother and his family are there. One of my brothers is there. My mom still has her house there. She was staying down here and camping with us. Um, she had a campground she'd stay at for the summer, um, or no, for the winter, and then she'd go back for the summer in Michigan. And so she doesn't need to do that. That was so she could be down here with us. So it just puts us all closer. We'll still be, we're going to be on the west side over near Grand Rapids. 
Uh, so we're going to be a little bit further from them. It's two hours, it, but right now it's like 12 hours to get there. So it's easy to drive up there, you know, on a Friday and spend the weekend there and, um, you know, see family and do all that. It'll be much, much easier. Um, we've started looking at houses. We've got one that we've put an offer in on. Looks like we're going to take that to close. It's kind of been accepted. We're going through the processes and everything going right and good. Um, we should be able to move in there shortly after we sell our house. But, um, yeah, hold on. I got a phone call. Sorry about that. Quick phone call. We've been getting a lot of those as we're trying to wrap up everything with our house here and paperwork and all that and all the different inspections and stuff that I have to go through. Anyway, so we've got a place out there. I've already been looking at different groups in Michigan that do RCs. There's a very big RC um I don't know, uh, community up there. And that's exciting. So, yeah. So anyway, back to what I was trying to say, I, th- I just remembered I lost my train of thought, uh, but there wasn't anything for us to do. Like while it was on the market for uh, those three days, if you don't want to go to the beach, which we don't love to go to the beach, um, we're just not beach people. We're not ocean people. Um, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of setup, and then you're done, you're sandy, then you'd want to come home and shower, but we can't do that, even though there's showers. It's just not like you couldn't just go there and do that. There's, I don't know, it just feels like there's not a lot to do here. Um, And I say that to a lot of people. They went to a movie one day, the kids did, and then after we tried to go bowling, but it was leagues, and there's like one bowling alley in the area up in Michigan. They're like everywhere's bowling. There's laser tag. There's just stuff to do. I always felt like we had something to do. And, um, or there's little towns to go to and just walk around all over the place. Here we'd have to drive an hour and a half to get to a little town to walk around. Um, so I don't know. It's just, it's a different vibe and I totally miss Michigan. So. I know people are like, oh, but it's so cold there in the winter. To which I say, it's so hot here in the summer that it's like winter in the Michigan. In Michigan, you don't go outside because it's too hot. The humidity, the second you walk out, it's, you're completely drenched through your clothes here. On top of that, there's these things that people call mayflies or yellow flies that swarm you and attack you. So if we weren't moving out of Virginia, which is why I tore up my RC track in the back, I would have leveled my RC track anyway for two reasons. One, well, it's, it's, they're combined. It, two, it's too hot to be out there. It, the cars overheat. And two, uh, the flies attack you. You can't, and you need your hands to swat. So you can't film, drive, whatever. And it's just absolutely nuts. So um, you don't want to be out there and have to weed whip the jumps because the grass here just grows whether you want it to or not. And if you're not running, it's gonna the, all the hills become grass covered. You got to weed whip them or they look awful. So it's just easier to level it and then rebuild it next year. Um, so I would have leveled it regardless. It wasn't because I don't really RC in the summer. In the summer here is when I do a lot of the indoor stuff on the bench and work on stuff. Um, sometimes we try to race, but no limit quits because. They take a break. They don't quit. They take a break after World Finals because, one, they're, we're all exhausted. And, two, it's just too hot to race outside. Uh, so they start back up, like, end of August, September, um, and then they'll run into the winter and then start up, you know, 
early again in the in the winter. So it's just a different type of vibe. And also here in the summer when you should be out and wanting to do stuff because the kids are out of school and it's too hot. In Michigan, the weather is actually beautiful in the summer. And then at night it cools off and you can have campfires. So you could literally go camping and then have a campfire at night. Here you just don't even think about having a fire outside unless it's winter because it's just the worst. <laughs> so I know people that l- grew up here ha- have a different, you know, way of seeing it. I grew up in Michigan, so I have my way of seeing it. And we had so much more to do as kids up in Michigan than my kids have to do here. And I kind of feel bad for them because I'm always like, guys, get outside and have fun. And, and then I realize how awful it is that they can't actually have fun. If they're not in the pool, they're not outside. There's no riding your bike in the summer. You know, it's just too brutal. So um, we look forward to that. And so on top of that, like I said, I've been looking around. I've been finding different RC places in uh, that area from like Reaction Hobbies. Uh, there was another one over by Ionia. Um, uh, I want to say it's like Williams RC Park. It's somebody's last name. And uh, it's in Ionia, and it's really awesome. That's not it. So Walters, maybe. Yeah, Walter RC Park in Saranac, Michigan. Um, I've been looking at that. That's amazing. What he's done there, he's got a flying field. He's got an off-road dirt track, a circle, uh, an oval track. He's got a scale course as well, or a rock crawling course, and then he's got courses in the woods as well so one of the rock crawling courses is like it's oval track off-road track then like a u-shaped crawler course then there's a field where people park their rvs and all that and then there's a big flying field that he has like a runway mode on his farm and then there's some trees and there's more crawling stuff in there it looks just insane so i see in september i think the 25th they're supposed to have like an RC swap. And so I'm hoping to get to that um, and meet people and maybe swap out some of my stuff, sell some stuff. So I need to find out because uh, they're going to be selling stuff. Um, but yes, that's one thing. Uh, going back to when I was a kid, Riders Hobby Shop is in Grand Rapids. Um, and there's other ones that I've seen as well. Uh, and then I'm just now finding out about the, the backyard RC Attics um, place. Uh, our backyard crawler attics, not RC Attics. Backyard crawler attics. That's like about 15 minutes from where I grew up in Fenton. Um, they're actually off of Fenton Road. So, and they were doing monster truck stuff, pulling, jumping, crawling. It looks really awesome. And so I'd like to head out there. I could probably stay at my mom's if I go out for a weekend, since it'll be probably about a two-hour drive from where we are. Um, so I'd want to probably stay the night before and stay the night after. But we, she has room for us, and so that'll totally work. So there's lots of exciting things that I'm seeing for us as far as our sea goes. Um, the house that we're looking at is not we were looking at a lot of stuff we looked at everything from an old um gravel pit basically uh that they'd had and it was like 56 acres eight acre plots with houses um 
13 acres that didn't have a house and we'd have to build on a lake. And we looked at uh, 40 acre lots and just all kinds of different things. I wanted property so we could run around, do some stuff. Uh, but then I started changing my tune a little bit about exactly what we needed and what we wanted. Um, you know, five acres would have been good. 10 acres would have been plenty. Uh, we ended up finding a house on three acres that basically opens up many, many more things for us to do because it's on a river there, a very big river that goes out to Lake Michigan. And uh, so we'll, uh, it basically, it, you know, if you get a boat or whatever, it'll open up so much stuff for our family. I don't have to think about, you know, originally I was thinking off-roading with the Jeep and all that on the property and four-wheelers and, and whatnot. Uh, but we're looking at, you know, there's all of that just nearby because where we'll be, there'll be sand dunes within, you know, an hour or so, uh, off-road parks all around us and just crazy things to do. So I look forward to those things and just being able to drive to them and not have to maintain them and uh, having something completely different that we hadn't really thought about in the beginning as what we wanted and then started kind of changing my mind and starting to think differently um, as far as our kids and things to do again, coming back to what can we do, being able to fish and being able to do RC boats. Um, you know, we can still do RC planes on that three acres. It's a pretty good spot. It's pretty wide open. Um, and then it, across from it's like a horse farm, huge horse farm. And then there's like a 200-acre um horse trail just you know a quarter mile down the road where we can go and walk and hike and do all kinds of stuff so there's plenty of things to do that'll be right around us and the other thing was it was just closer for my wife to get to work so um being near grand rapids we could get stuff on huge acreage that was an hour drive from work and that was just too much we found some stuff that was decent acreage up to about 30 minutes away but most of it was more in the 40 range and or it was kind of next to things or in an area where we didn't want to be or what it backed up to like you didn't want to back up to like a chicken slaughterhouse or you know whatever uh, one of them was near a prison and so you know when it really came down to it this one checked off the most boxes three acres is still almost three times bigger than what we have now and um, it's got a great studio space for me there, so I'll be able to set up my studio, um, and I'll have to figure out a, a parking and stuff for my tractor. We're already talking about possibilities of outbuildings and some other things, but uh, yeah, it's it's a great landing point for us and a, a new start, so uh, if all goes well, that's kind of where we'll be at, is um, just west of Grand Rapids, and sitting on that grand river there. So it'll be uh, pretty cool, but, um, it's, that's the big news and we're all really, really excited. Um, and it's been hard not to say and not to know where we're going, but, um, now that we're, we know for sure, I felt, I felt like it was time to actually talk about it and uh, get it out there for you guys. Look forward to meeting all the RC people that are there in Michigan and, uh, trying some new things. It's going to be an awesome time, guys. I hope you'll come along for the ride. But that's it for this episode, guys. You now know where we're moving, and it's going to be happening here in August. We'll see you soon. <laughs>